The world is watching as we all adapt to the global coronavirus pandemic. Despite the urgency of the current public health crisis, the concerns surrounding the prevalence and incidence of stroke in our communities remains ever-present. I'm Brandi Edwards, and Novant Health Podcasts are bringing you a three-part series on stroke education right here on In Good Health. Stroke educators and navigators from Novant Health will join the conversation in this episode to give us practical information to know exactly what a stroke is, the different types of stroke, and share a little trivia to make it stick. Welcome, Novon Health Podcast listeners, to In Good Health. With me today to explain exactly what a stroke is and why it's important to keep this information at the forefront right now are Brittany Fox, Stroke Coordinator, Teresa Shelton, RN and Clinical Services Navigator, and Jessica Newell, RN and Clinical Research Coordinator at Novant Health. Welcome, ladies. I want to dive right into this. Thank you, Brandy. Um, one of the reasons we wanted to get together today and reach out to the community about stroke is that we've noticed that hospitals across our region have seen a decrease in stroke-related admissions of individuals avoiding emergency medical services due to the anxiety surrounding COVID-19 or just not wanting to be a burden on the healthcare system in general. While we understand that fear of sickness is normal, we want everyone to remember to still seek help if you are having stroke symptoms. In this podcast series, we will provide you with education about strokes and what to do if you think you are having a stroke. We are reaching out to the community through new avenues such as this during these times of social distancing. By the end of this podcast series, we want everyone to recognize the signs of stroke, the importance of calling 911 for suspected stroke, stroke risk factors, and the importance of reducing those risks. Teresa, who is one of our stroke navigators, spends a lot of her time educating our patients after they've had a stroke, so I'm going to have her talk about what a stroke is. Thanks, Jessica. So there are two different types of strokes. The most common type of stroke I'd like to talk about first is an ischemic stroke. Now, ischemic is a medical term used to describe a stroke caused by a blood clot that blocks the blood supply to a particular part of the brain. Plaque, another name for cholesterol, can also break away from the vessel wall, blocking a particular part of the brain, causing an ischemic stroke. Another way to think of an ischemic stroke is to picture the plumbing of your home. Sometimes you may put too much food in your drains or hair in the shower, drain causing a blockage. The blockage will not allow any water to pass through, causing a disaster if you want to take a shower or use your washing machine. A blood clot or an ischemic stroke can cause blockage in a particular part of your brain, preventing it from working properly. Now, the, uh, ischemic strokes uh, represent 87% of all strokes. Now, a less common type of stroke is a hemorrhagic stroke. Hemorrhagic is a medical term that means bleeding. Hemorrhagic strokes occur when a blood vessel in the brain bursts. Think again of the plumbing in your home. Sometimes a pipe may burst, spilling water over your floor. A bleeding type of stroke or hemorrhagic stroke is caused by a blood vessel bleeding into the brain, causing blood to spill on the brain tissue, preventing the brain from working properly. Blood should be inside your blood vessels, not on top of the brain tissue. Both types of strokes can cause brain tissue to die, which can lead to brain damage, disability, and death. To survive, 
the brain needs oxygen and oxygen travels in the blood. When the blood flow is disrupted, the cells in the part of the brain that were receiving this blood can die. For example, if the stroke occurs in the part of your brain that controls speech, the brain cells in the speech area die. This cell death prevents the brain from receiving correct signals to help you speak as you normally do. You may have slurred speech or you may have difficulty saying the word you intend to say. These cells usually die within minutes to a few hours after the stroke starts. This is why there's a small window of opportunity for treatment for ischemic stroke. When cells die, chemicals are released that can cause even more cells to die. Brain cells that die do not regenerate. This means they do not grow back. Again, when brain tissue dies, this can lead to brain damage, disability, and death. When brain cells die, functions that were under control of the dying brain are lost. These include functions such as language, speech, movement, personality, memory, and sensation. Now, the most important thing we want you to remember is that the earlier a stroke victim gets to the emergency department, they may have a better chance to receive treatment that stops or reduces the amount of brain damage from the stroke. So that's a little information about strokes, and you're a little bit closer to being able to share the love about stroke. Brittany's going to help you get even closer to sharing the love by telling you a little about TIAs. Thank you, Teresa. That was some really helpful information. And just uh, as Teresa had explained to you, um, a TIA is also something you may have heard about. It's called a transient ischemic attack, sometimes called a mini stroke. You may have heard that people don't have strokes, but mini strokes. I don't particularly like this phrase um, per se because it really isn't a mini event. It's really a major warning that a full-blown stroke may be occurring down the road. And again, just like with a stroke, you need to call 911 and get help. So where a TIA differs from a stroke is that a TIA is a temporary blockage of blood flow to the brain. The real only difference between a stroke and a TIA is that the TIA blockage is what we call transient or temporary. TIA symptoms occur rapidly and last a relatively short amount of time. Unlike a stroke, when a TIA is over, there is no permanent injury to the brain. And since it doesn't cause permanent damage, oftentimes these symptoms are ignored. And that's where people make the mistake. There is no way of really telling if symptoms of a stroke will lead to a TIA or a, a stroke. They are very similar. All the symptoms are the same. That's why it's important for you to call 911 as TIAs can be a warning sign that you might have a stroke down the road. In fact, about one third of people who have a TIA do go on to have a severe stroke within one year. So again, as we were, we've been teaching you, uh, once you first notice these signs, we want you to get help immediately. So now I'm gonna talk about some brain facts. Uh, the brain is a very amazing thing. Um, it weighs three pounds. And even though that doesn't sound like a lot, in your brain, you have neurons, which are also known as brain cells, and you have 100 billion of these. So when a stroke happens, these brain cells die. And the brain cells that die do not regenerate. That means they don't grow back. The brain does have the ability, however, to form new pathways. This is called neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity is a big word that's getting a lot of buzz. 
it means that the brain, which is the neuro part of the word, can change, which is the plastic part of the word. We hear a lot about it in stroke and brain injury rehab because it gives hopes to survivors that brains can heal, adapt, and rewire after they have been damaged. So you can see how important it is to protect our brain. And a few more interesting facts you might want to know about stroke is that stroke is the fifth leading cause of death in the United States and the leading cause of serious long-term disability. And did you know every 40 seconds someone has had a stroke? And about one out of four of those strokes are reoccurrent strokes. Having one stroke means you have a greater risk of having another stroke. 80% of strokes are preventable. That's a huge number, 80%. And we're going to tell you how they're preventable a little bit later. Stroke risks increase with age, but strokes can and do occur at any age. Anyone, including babies and children, can have a stroke at any time. Strokes do not discriminate. So we've shared a, quite a bit of information with you, and you've gotten even closer towards sharing the love about stroke. Man, that was great information, ladies. I, I think it's so important for us to keep the eye on the ball related to stroke so that we can do everything we can to ensure that if we see symptoms, we get help immediately. And by the way, those brain facts were pretty interesting. Thank you to our amazing stroke navigators for hitting on the fundamentals associated with understanding strokes and the brain. As mentioned, it's vital to remain vigilant, even during times of crisis in the community. Whether it's a stroke or a TIA, they're equally important to seek care if you notice any symptoms discussed today. We encourage you to please call 911 or take your loved one to the emergency department as soon as possible. We hope you'll join us next time for more of this three-part series on stroke education. Until then, I'm Brandi Edwards for In Good Health. I want to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe to this and the other Novot Health podcasts. You don't want to miss a single episode.